Hello and welcome to Embrace Relief with Chelsea Winterholler. I am a certified life coach who helps moms embrace the relief that comes from finding emotional freedom around your child's future. I have had a child die, I have a child who experiences anxiety, and I have a child who lives with a life-threatening allergy. And I used to go at facing it all alone. The worry and fear completely consumed me until I found a life coach who would help me process all of the emotions that I was having about my children's futures. I am so excited to help you on this journey and watch you in turn help your kids. This is episode 82, Back to Basics, How to Feel. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. You guys, last night I watched Inside Out, that cute, I think it's a Disney or Pixar movie, with my allergy son, Myers. And I laughed out loud so many times. If you haven't watched it recently, I would totally tell you to go revisit it. It so accurately depicts the thoughts that we have and what emotions they create just like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. And one portion, I just can't forget about it, it zooms in to the head of a preteen boy right when she bumps into a girl. And all he's thinking is, girl, girl, girl. (laughs) And the emotion of fear is running around crazy inside his body. It is so hilarious. But the whole reason that I'm talking about Inside Out is that I want to talk about Bing Bong. He is this big elephant, if you haven't seen it, and there's a portion of the movie where he's kind of sitting on the edge of a cliff, and he is thinking, I am losing my friend. And he's really sad. You can see his shoulders are slumped down and he's just feeling really, really dejected. And there's two characters in the movie. One's name is Joy. She only emits joy. And there's another character, Sadness, who only emits sadness. And Joy runs up to Bing Bong and she's jumping up and down all around, making faces, tickling Bing Bong, telling him jokes. And Bing Bong just sits there. He is completely numb. He just is not responding. And then sadness comes up and sits right next to Bing Bong. And she says, that's really sad. That must be hard. I've felt sad before too. And I love this so much because it's okay to acknowledge sadness. It's okay to acknowledge anxiety. It's okay to acknowledge worry and overwhelm. I promise. In the movie, within moments of sadness telling him that it's okay to feel this way, Bing Bong actually opens up to her and he cries. And then he smiles and says he feels better. You guys, Bing Bong feels better because sadness let him process his pain. Sadness didn't push it away like joy was trying to do. 
She just sat there with him and let him feel it. This is so important for you as a mom and any challenge that your child might be going through, especially when your child has an allergy like mine. I was so glad that my son was there sitting there watching this with me. You can try to avoid all of the motions that your thoughts about your child's allergy or your child's struggles bring into your body if you want. Then you're just being like Joy. You're bouncing around, putting on a happy face through your whole life when the emotions are just stacking up in different corners of your body. They're just compounding. And I know that you know this, but eventually when we do that, they bubble up to the surface and explode like a volcano. You have a complete breakdown. You guys, you are not alone in this. Almost every mama I talk to says something very similar. Well, I just avoid feeling the sadness and the worry and the fear. And usually I just kind of close my eyes and hope I wake up tomorrow and that all those feelings are gone. And then we wake up and they're not gone. So then we make decisions from those emotions of sadness and overwhelm so that we can avoid thinking about how to actually process it. This is not alone, but it does not have to be this way. When you start to become more conscious of your feelings, you can actually desire to get to know them. And I know that sounds crazy, but you can desire to know what sadness or discontent or overwhelm actually feel like in your body. And as you spend more time observing these emotions that you feel, realizing what's causing them, which we've been talking about, it's your thoughts, and what these emotions are creating in your life. It feels a little awkward at first to tell yourself to embrace these feelings, to actually feel sad. But just like sadness brought out in Bing Bong, he was able to find relief. I promise on the other side of processing emotions is an entirely different way of approaching your child's struggles than you have been doing in the past. Okay, so there are four ways that you can uh, react to an emotion, okay? And three of them are what we usually choose. And the fourth one is actually allowing and processing it. Often, when we feel an emotion, we resist it. So when you're resisting feeling worried about your child's upcoming appointment, you push really hard against it. You push as hard as you can, and you try to hide that it's even happening okay and we've all been here when you try to hide the worry that you're feeling then there is just more worry stacked on top of each other resisting just looks like pushing away the emotion the worry as hard as you possibly can maybe you don't tell anyone that you're worried maybe you put on a fake face okay allowing an emotion does not look like reacting to it reacting to an emotion, reacting to worry might look like you completely freaking out. 
Maybe you are losing it the night before your child goes to a big appointment. You allow your brain to run in circles about every single thing that could possibly go wrong. And you like are just plummeting down this steep mountain of tumbling thoughts. I do this often, allow my brain to go to worst case scenarios and they just pile up as I tumble and tumble down the mountain. That's what reacting to it looks like, okay? Now, allowing emotion does also not look like avoiding it. We are master avoiders. (laughs) Avoiding an emotion looks like overeating, shopping, over-consuming, scrolling social media, right? You are doing whatever you can to just completely numb the feeling. You might call someone and distract yourself by talking only about them, right? So allowing an emotion takes some practice. We're really good at avoiding and reacting and resisting emotions. But allowing it will actually get you to a little bit of relief. Now, it does take practice. I practice multiple times a day. And it looks like this. I say, what am I feeling right now? Anger. I'm feeling anger. Where am I feeling it in my body? I feel it in my chest and I feel it in my throat. How do I know that this is anger? Well, I've felt it before. It feels like purple bubbles rising up from my chest all the way to my throat. I've definitely felt this before. Now your body is going to do its best to tighten against it. So allowing the feeling to do whatever it needs to do to change colors, to go fast or go slow, to move locations in your body is actually helping you accept this emotion without judging yourself. You're just noticing it in your body. You guys, this practice can completely change your relationship with yourself and with other people because you won't be resisting, reacting, or avoiding emotions like you have been for the last five or 10 or 20 years. You will be allowing them. And I actually believe that we want to teach ourselves that no emotion is too big or too scary for us. That if we can open up to some of these emotions, if we can make them safe, safe to feel, safe to experience, then they will more quickly slip through us. I have three simple steps for you, and you can use these steps for your kids too. That's the beauty of this work. You do it for you, and then you teach your kids. So the first step is really what we talked about last week. You're going to jump into your mind. The first and easiest way to process what is going on for us is to simply identify the thoughts that you are currently having. I would love you to go back and listen to the last podcast, but if you don't want to do that, (laughs) I'll give you a quick synopsis. I love to do this with a total brain dump. I get every single thought out of my head and onto a piece of paper. After I've done that, I read over them and I find the thought that's causing the most pain. This is where we get to jump into step two, which is your body. And this is really what we're digging in into today. 
these big, big feelings in our body and how processing them can actually get us to the other side. So a thought that I have often when it comes to my kids' challenges is um, something similar to like, this is so crappy that we are even in this situation in the first place. I have that thought a lot. It's like a very unfair thought, right? So this thought creates a feeling in my body. And for me, it creates the feeling of sadness. Now, your body, I promise you, needs to actually experience these big feelings in order to get to the other side of them. That was bing bong and joy and sadness, right? Bing bong had to experience the sadness in order to feel happy. And you are just like him. Okay, so I process sadness in order to access relief. Sometimes I do this really quick. Sometimes it takes me longer. When it's an overarching theme in my life, sometimes I need to process a feeling for days on end or or weeks on end. But you can set a timer. You can choose to process a feeling for five or 10 minutes, and then you can actually continue to go forward with your day. So I love to lay down or sit down somewhere comfortable. And I like to close my eyes and just state the feeling. Like I said a little bit earlier, I say, I am feeling sadness. Now I give it a color, a shape, and a speed. Okay, so you name it first, and then you give the color, shape, and speed. So sadness to me feels blue and cold. It, it feels like in my stomach, I have this giant bucket that has absolutely nothing in it. This is sadness. Sadness feels really dizzy to me. It feels circular, and it almost feels like a small dark blue marble that's vibrating out of that bucket in my stomach up to the center of my chest and into my heart. And then that marble tries to like break its way out of my heart. Yep, this is sadness. This is what I do, you guys. I state the feeling. I give it a color, a shape, a speed, whatever feels right to me. And I promise you can process in three minutes. It does not take a long time. You will feel your shoulders relax. (laughs) You will feel a little relief simply from doing this. The third step is our heart. And this one is so awesome. I love to access my core beliefs. And one of my very favorite things is to separate the surface thoughts that I have from the beliefs that I have deep in my core. So I really like to keep this simple. After I've processed this big feeling of sadness, I like to ask myself, what do I know? Now remember the thought that is bringing me this feeling of sadness is this is so crappy that we're in this situation in the first place. This is a surface thought, but my heart, my heart knows something different. So when I ask myself, what do I know? My heart might tell me something like, he's going to be okay. 
Or my heart might tell me something like, we've been through this before, we can go through it again. My heart might tell me something like, good job, keep processing your emotions. Your heart will tell you something different probably every time. But what's significant is that it definitely tells you something different than your surface thoughts. Your brain will always offer you things on the surface, but your heart in your core will remind you of what you truly believe. After you process the big emotion that you're feeling, it helps you so much to see what your heart really knows. You guys, you were given three ways to process anything that happens in your life, your mind and your body and your heart. I want you to use them and I want you to do this for your child as well. When they're going through something hard, you can help them process what's going on. You can be the friend that sits next to them and says, that's really sad. That must be hard. I've felt sad before too. You guys, I promise it is okay. It is safe to acknowledge the sadness and the worry and the overwhelm that you're feeling. You don't have to resist, react, or avoid feelings. You can actually get really, really good at feeling them. And your feelings, they are never going to go away. You aren't a robot. You're a human being. I would so much rather get good at feeling them than I would to live this life completely numb. And I want you to know right now that this is possible for you. Now you have three more tools to help you along the way. If this resonated with you today, I want you to do two things. Go to my website and set up a completely free consult. We can talk one-on-one. We can figure out what areas of your life you want to zoom in on and really figure out what emotions are fueling you today. And second, I would love you to share this podcast with a friend. If it resonated with you, it will definitely help them too. I'll see you soon, friends. Mm -hmm.